The Noblest Life, J. R. Miller, Things to Live For, 1896. Let no debt remain outstanding, except the continuing debt to love one another, Romans 13:8. Jesus taught that we should live not to be served, but to serve. This is a lesson that is very hard to learn. It is easy enough to utter sentimental platitudes about the nobleness of service, but no one can truly live after this heavenly pattern until his being is saturated with divine grace. Serve one another in love, Galatians five thirteen. There are countless opportunities for usefulness and helpfulness. Open to earnest Christians, every day's life is full of occasions where goods may be done by simple deeds or words of kindness. The value of these unpurposed things is very great. We may live all day and every day so that each step of our path may be brightened by loving service. The world needs our love continually. We meet no one from morning until night. Whom we may not help in some little way, at least, it is possible for us to make a good deal more than most of us do of these opportunities for the service of love. Every individual Christian is the center of a circle whose hearts he may touch with a blessing of love. He is a custodian of blessing which he is to impart to others. The noblest life is the one that is given up. Most unselfishly to serving, God has so ordered that we cannot love and serve Him, and not also love and serve our fellow men. Jesus made this very plain in His picture of the Last Judgment, when He said that He is hungry in every hungry little one of His, that He is sick in every least one of His who is sick, that in the stranger. Who comes to our door? He stands before us, waiting for the hospitality of love. In serving His people, we are serving Him. In neglecting His people, we neglect Him. We cannot fulfill our duty of loving Christ and serving Him while we ignore our fellow men. He accepts no such service. If we say we love Him, He points to the needy. The hungry, the sick, the burdened ones, the suffering all about us, and says, "Show your love to my people. I do not need service now, but these need it. Serve them in my name. Look at each one of them as if I were myself the one in pain or need, and do for these, my brethren, just what you would do for me if I were actually in their condition." To act selfishly toward a believer is to act selfishly toward Christ. To neglect a believer who needs our help is to neglect Christ Himself. To do good to any in Christ's name is to serve Christ Himself. We must look upon every believer as if he were Christ. We dare not pass by anyone carelessly. We know not to whom we may have a duty of love. We are always safe in assuming that we have an errand of love to every one we meet. We need not announce our mission, 
and we must never display ostentation in the discharge of our duty of love. We need only to hold ourselves in readiness with all of love's humility, alacrity, and gentleness to do whatever heart or hand may find to do in serving Him. Our duty to Him may be nothing more than the showing of kindness in our manner, the giving of a hearty greeting, or the inspiration of a cheerful countenance. But however small the service may be which it is ours to render, it is a divine ministry. No mere theoretical acknowledgment of this universal obligation will avail. Lofty sentiment is not enough. We must get the sentiment into practical life. We must bring our visions down out of ethereal mists into something substantial and real. We must let the love of our heart flow out in life and act and helpful ministry. In this world, in which there is so much need, sorrow, and heart hunger, loving service has a holy mission everywhere. If we would be Christ-like, we must, like our Master, go about doing good. I am among you as the one who serves. Luke twenty-two twenty-seven. We can learn this divine lesson of service by regarding every person we meet as one to whom we are sent on an errand of love. This will put an end to all our supercilious pride and haughtiness. We shall no more set ourselves up on little pedestals of self-conceit, demanding homage from others. Rather, like our master, we shall stand with basin and towel, ready to wash the feet of the lowliest.